survive and thrive. This is a podcast that brings you stories and perspectives on how leaders and organizations can not only transform to survive, but thrive in change. I'm your host and co-founder of Consinity, Jennifer Ayers. We're kicking off our podcast featuring 19 stories and perspectives on how COVID-19 has created an imperative for change and what leaders and organizations are doing to respond to that change. For today's episode, I'm really excited to have our guest, Jenny Rowe. Jenny Rowe is the founder and CEO of Curious Reactor. Curious Reactor is a data-driven curator that uses machine learning that resembles a human matchmaking type service. It helps the participant understand the context around networking needs and making curated connections. Jenny's also the co-founder of Flydea, a research development and consulting firm creating tools to automate research. Additionally, she works as an independent consultant supporting a venture-backed company. I'm talking to Jenny today about the impact COVID-19 has on our ability to make connections and what the future of networking looks like. I was very curious to talk to Jenny since there is a lot, I think, to explore regarding curating specific relationships in a networking application in today's pandemic environment. Before we get into what Jenny accomplishes during the lockdown, I first want to dive into her background. Jenny tells me how she got started in her career, which was not originally to help people network. In fact, it was quite different from that. I'm a scientist by training, and I've never imagined that I would be in a human matchmaking industry, but I came about this way in a very back door. So my experience as an academic inventor really opened my eyes to this huge unmet need and disconnect of knowledge creator and industry professionals who eventually implement those new ideas to the market and making impact. So I thought about, you know, how me as a knowledge creator can uh, make a difference in that to to solve that bottleneck between nascent ideas to uh, implementing that innovation in the market. So I quit my path to become a professor during my postdoc at Harvard Medical School and founded a software company called Curious Reactor. And that's sort of my backdoor journey to becoming a full-time entrepreneur and being in the business of connecting people. As Jenny said, she observed this gap between someone with a great idea and how that idea is then implemented in the marketplace. But why does it matter? How is this bottleneck, as she says, so detrimental? The reason that I came about uh, connecting people is that when I did uh, case studies on what were the secret sauce between people who were able to bring about their nascent knowledge to the market much faster than the others. And the discipline that I was in was in uh, life science and biotechnology. So what I realized for a lot of those technology that are in the medical field actually takes about 10 to 15 years to get to the market. And that's a long time, especially if it's a a life-saving drug, for example. And there are people that were able to do that in a matter of four to five years, 
And over and over, I saw the anecdotal evidence that it all came down to people and connections of people. I want to first highlight what the right network can actually do for a person. The right network is more than just connecting with a bunch of people on LinkedIn or having a few loose acquaintances in high places. Having a good network impacts everyday people with their everyday lives. And when you're in, in the stuck situation, and if you remember like any of the cases where you ran into a friend and you were talking about this problem you're having and your friend told you like, oh, I think you should meet so-and-so. Or you ran into a stranger and that stranger actually turned out to be the person that opened up a huge opportunity and different yes. doors for you. And I have my myself had a lot of experiences like that. And I realized that's actually how the world moves and how cutting edge technology actually gets to the market by connecting with unknowns, basically. But not everyone has the right friend to bump into or the right unknowns, as Jenny says. As a result, many can suffer. Jenny realizes that great ideas and medicines were being lost in the shuffle. Sometimes when an inventor is stuck, they just need to connect with the right minds that help them move forward. Whether that's finding a customer base or a new job or in a new environment that nurtures an idea. The problem is that we don't know everybody and we don't always have all the network necessary to get to the right connection. The difference between a new medicine getting onto the market faster with the right network is more than just 10-year discrepancy. It could end up saving lives. That saying, it's who you know, is more than just a saying. However, this was a problem Jenny wanted to try and solve. Despite the course Jenny is on now, it didn't start that way. Curious Reactor had a long gestation period, and they had to change course multiple times along the way. Jenny first started by trying to connect people to technology. It was only about a year and a half ago that she observed that so much great innovation really came down to meeting the right people at the right time. That's when she started altering the system to connect people to people. Imagine there's a system that you can do that. It'll do it for you. Just like we can't imagine now not having a Google. You you ask whatever questions that you have and you can get an answer in your fingertips. Imagine having a system that understands your need in a context and um, nuances that people can do and predict that who you should meet within the pool of strangers, um, wouldn't that be great? (laughs) So that's what I imagine and that's what I'm developing in Curious Reactor. Wow, super powerful. And I love that you call out the fact that at the end of the day, it's making connections, perhaps not the obvious connection that might help you shift a perspective that presents a new way of thinking about a solution. I know that there's been studies done on exactly that. Uh, There's a great, um, some great information about that written about by Adam Grant in his book, Give and Take, just about that power of the, not necessarily just the first ring and the second ring, but the third ring and beyond in your connections. And what an amazing technology, frankly, if there's a way to streamline some of that so 
we can get access to some of those meaningful relationships that are that are beyond sort of the first and second ring. So fascinating. A relatively new company that had to go through multiple iterations, Curious Reactor was finally on the right track. Jenny identified what they needed to accomplish and pivoted their technology yet again to do so. She was now going to connect people to people, and Curious Reactor was going to start earning revenue. Then, the pandemic hit. 2020 was supposed to be our year making revenue. We were really ready with our our proof of concept was done last year. It was very successful. We'd lined up a lot of uh, paying customers. Our minimal viable product MVP was ready. Uh, In March 2020, basically, we were an inch away from completing that. The pandemic caused more problems for Curious Reactor than just shutting down everyday business. The first market they had planned on entering into that would bring revenue was the events market. Events organizers basically create an environment and venue for self-identified people who are interested in networking comes to place. And if we can create more you know, value by helping those conference organizers, we thought it was no-brainer. So we were selling our ability to connect people among attendees to conference organizers and March 2020 hit and a lot of them either vanish or turn virtual. A lot of the ways that they were thinking about how they were going to organize events really have been disrupted. So that was sort of the the time in many ways like a perfect storm for us because we were just about to, to start accumulating a lot of revenue and in a matter of a couple of weeks, like we completely lost everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was March 2020 for me. Jenny and Curious Reactor were, like many businesses, devastated. Events that were going to leverage their technology were either canceled or they were moved to a free virtual setup. Many virtual events became free, which greatly benefited those who wanted to attend, but it was quite a different story for other industry players, such as the conference organizers, venues, food catering, and service providers like Curious Reactor, they all saw their revenues disappear. In this dark moment, Jenny dug deep and found her way back to a phrase she always repeats. I always tell myself that, you know, what lies between me and the opportunity is my attitude. I have to kind of calm down myself and think about where where we can go from here. Jenny realized that they needed to do what they had done so many times before. They needed to pivot. While venues were shutting down and people could no longer meet in person, they still needed to connect, even if virtually. Jenny tells me, you know, this could be a really good opportunity for us because we are venue agnostic. We can run virtual. I mean, our technology run virtually. So we just need to get as many experiences under our belt being integrated with new tools and players coming up in the virtual networking space. She immediately started on a customer discovery again. 
this time in the virtual networking space. For the remainder of March and April, she conducted interview after interview trying to find new clients. While Jenny and I were discussing her journey, I kept finding myself in awe of this technology. You know, I am thinking to myself that this, you're absolutely right, that this technology, darn, if we didn't have it in place and ready to go when the pandemic hit and events were getting canceled left and right, because there is an important application here, I think, that could enhance a virtual experience, um, not just for events, but for broader context for companies to be able to, to continue to connect people to ideate and solve problems. In the past, Curious Reactor worked with an event called MALSI. Jenny explains. MALSI is Massachusetts Life Science Innovation Day. It's put out by an organization called Massachusetts Tech Transfer Center. And they are flagship events that, that they've been bringing in academic inventors, business professionals, industry, technology consultants, and investors basically to promote more technology licensing and uh, startups coming from 34 institutions in Massachusetts. So we actually have done our proof of concept test in Malsi of 2019. Uh, We were all doing manual um, work. Software didn't exist back then. We had a really good uh, experience and feedback from the users to the point that this year when we launched our NDP, the director of MTC invited us to to service that event again. Since 2020, in the beginning, in January, Jenny and her team worked on how they were going to service this event. But by March, they realized they needed to pivot and do so significantly in order for the Malsi event to be a success. The beauty of Malsi was bringing together all of these desperate people into one space so that they could collaborate. In a virtual setting, however, this was a different story. I'm sure all of us have by now been on a Zoom call with 10 or more people, whether for work or maybe a cocktail hour. We've had lag times, broken internet connections, screaming kids in the background, someone speaking without realizing they're on mute all sorts of things. So having a virtual networking event of over 30 organizations was going to be near impossible. But Curious Reactors technology offers a different solution. We told the director that, you know, meeting may be in one one day, but people can be meeting all the time leading up to the event. So as a privilege of a registered attendee, and they can register, you know, two months ahead or whenever they buy the ticket, Curious Reactor will be servicing that whole registered community of connecting with each other throughout waiting period up leading up to the event. So by the time they get to the event, they would have already connected with a lot of the people registered for the event. And they don't have to be swimming around in the pool of stranger not knowing who to connect. They actually are prepared to talk, uh, have more substantive conversation with the people. Because we have basically gave attendees a cheat sheet ahead of time, and they have been in conversation with a lot of these Uh, their matches, multi-matches throughout months or two already. 
Curious Reactor not only built connections for the event, but they helped advertise it by relaying what type of people were coming to the event and what they were looking for. The event was a success. Not only were people able to connect, but the event had generated momentum, energy, and resulted in a lot of collaboration. Curious Reactor also meshed well with the virtual technology Mossy was offering and was using at the time. When the virtual platform um, that they used was Remo, it it actually kind of looked like uh, little avatars and in different table and only six people can join a table and you as an attendee have an autonomy to jump from one table to another to talk to people. They kind of seem to already know who they already met and or which table to join based on which attendees were sitting there because we we told them who they should meet. So what's it like to use this technology as a participant? You know, networking is kind of in a continuum. If you're our uh, conference organizer, which I consider a community builder, you can be servicing that community uh, not only on the day of event, but throughout the preparation period period of the event. And I think that's how the networking will change as we delve more into the virtual setting. One day is not enough. From the Malsi event, Curious Reactor saw impressive numbers. Of the 400 individuals who decided to participate in the system, they were able to curate over 2,000 connections with over 300 individuals who received at least one match. An individual could match with several people, and about 60% of the participants did. So how it works is that when you are registering for the event, we work with the organizer that the attendees can opt in to answer a couple questions prepared by Curious Reactor as part of their registration process. And it's a conversational survey. It is our way to kind of provoke people to tell us, where are you stuck? You know, tell me as if you're, we met in a coffee shop and you're just giving me a little blurb about where you're stuck. So based on that, we parse the data based on natural language processing, draw insight what archetype of people they need to meet. And based on that, we make a prediction among other attendees who fits that archetype. The important thing is that we only match people who expressed uh, mutual interest on. So if somebody has a problem and another person tell me that this is the expertise that they can offer or this, uh, they're looking, they have investment to make. Um, we only create those match when there's a benefit for both parties. And we specifically do that to kind of prevent the situation only one person will benefit from that introduction. After they fill out the survey, there's a series of predefined days that we advertise that match will be released. And the people who have received match matches uh, will get an email notification to come to our web portal to come check it out. And we usually tell them why we match them. Just like that I would be sending out a professional introduction email between two people and say, Jen, meet Jennifer. I think that you guys will benefit from meeting each other because of X, Y, and Z. So we follow exactly the same 
culture, so to speak, uh, among professionals, how we usually introduce each other. Uh, we tell them that why we match them. And we also share their survey answers to each other so they have a context to jump into the right conversation right away. And many are still in conversation today. With the success of Malsi, this has allowed Jenny to view networking in the new age of COVID in a different light. You know, networking is kind of in a continuum. If you're our uh, conference organizer, which I consider a community builder, you can be servicing that community uh, not only on the day of event, but throughout the preparation period of the event. And I think that's how the networking will change um, as we delve more into the virtual setting. One day is not enough. (laughs) She has continued to pivot Curious Reactors. They're now helping GUIRR, also known as Government University Industry Research Roundtable, a membership organization out of National Academy of Science, Engineering, and Medicine, maintain amazing collaborative spirit they've been cultivating during the pandemic. While they still cater to networking events, Jenny has expanded their customer base. In her customer interviews, she noticed a pattern of need. Many companies will now have to utilize a new way of marketing themselves as trade shows, conferences, and in-person networking events are no longer available. Jenny believes that they have to figure out how they can create their own platform to garner the right audiences to engage with them. They can no longer rely on these third-party platforms and therefore must adapt to a new platform. To Jenny, this time of upheaval is an opportunity. For me, it's pretty exciting to think about what you have and how you can pivot. And in my mind, it's always the best to connect with your company, connect with your customers directly and find a way to do it. And I think it'll open up a lot a greater opportunity and understand what your customer needs are and follow their journeys together. So that's where I think the the future is coming. It's going to completely disrupt marketing, basically. She has a few ideas on how Curious Reactor can help with the shift. In working with other companies, she has seen which ones have pivoted well in their marketing and which ones have not. Those that have been thriving have been smart about utilizing their own people as a marketing asset. If I were to think about a network of the people in your company as an asset, there's your own employee and then the one degree away from those employees as a network. So that network value. And then think about other people that you can attract to company because of the net network that you have in your company. And that is a huge asset. So how are you going to create that and utilize that to the benefit of your own company is something that I'm always thinking about. And for how Curious Reactor can help that is Think about the customer list that you have as not just the customer list that you can extract value from, but consider that as a you are the holding piece of that community and your customers are the members of that community. And if you can be the connector within the community utilizing tool like Curious Reactor, you're adding a huge value to that community members 
and also have ability to attract uh, the third party coming into that community. In thinking about broadening her own customer base, Jenny has realized that event space is just one small area that Curious Reactor could actually move into. In fact, any large company could benefit from the tool Jenny has created to use it to their advantage. I realized that because we created an engine without a car, essentially, (laughs) we can be plugged into any vehicle and we can go Mm. into any community to create connections. I love it. And you and I have talked about this before, but I'm thinking even how Consinity can leverage something like this. I mean, the word Consinity itself means bringing together disparate parts to create a more harmonious outcome. So our whole business model thrives on the value of the connections that we bring to help our clients and to serve our clients and to advance um, advance everybody in the process. So yeah, uh, we'll talk about that offline, but you know, the ideas are <laughs> the ideas are turning. I see this as just a really powerful way to create targeted and meaningful relationships in an environment where we need to continue to foster those meaningful connections. And I think psychologically people are realizing that and and feeling that now at this specific time, especially, but also because of some of the challenges of being physically distant where we might have been able to be in person more, this can create an accelerated way or means for, for companies, organizations, people to come together to create new ideas, to solve problems. I'm really excited to be talking to you and and uh, staying engaged with your progress. I think definitely, definitely, Curious Reactor has a has an important place in our future. Thank so, <laughs> remember, 2020 was supposed to be the year Jenny and Curious Reactor generated revenue. That revenue stream vanished overnight with the pandemic, but she still found a way to make everything work. In reflecting back on this entire experience, I asked Jenny what she learned. I was on uh, LinkedIn a lot, and I think everybody was, because in a way that another type of platform that we were trying to find a stranger, so to speak, were gone. So people were being super concentrated on whatever was available, and LinkedIn was it for a lot of business professionals. And What I realized during that time was so many of the posts that were coming up on LinkedIn were essentially uh, a desperate (laughs) self-promotion of of their marketing pitch. And I got really tired of it very quick. And I realized that doing whatever we were doing the same way, but just harder, is not going to cut it. I think we need to step back and think about okay, just working harder on a same same way is just not going to make a difference. So what are the different ways? So I think this is the time that everybody should think about taking a risk. During a time that is already filled with so much uncertainty, taking a risk may seem like the opposite of what you should do. However, Jenny points to 2008 as a way to guide us now. I think a lot of the players that came out ahead were the ones who think big, uh, sit down and really think about it. For Jenny, 
The absolute destruction of her original plan for 2020 forced her to go back to the drawing board and figure out what works. We did essentially a small experiment where we gave out our tools for free to multiple different types of customer base and saw what the result was. And then we basically, based on the data that we received from that small experiment, we went into a different direction and expanded our customer pools. She believes that every company has the opportunity to do this now. You should start small and do an experiment, as Curious Reactor did. But sometimes you need to take that risk, even if a small one, to see if it reaps reward. Then you must trust your results, your company, and yourself enough to move forward and make the changes. I asked Jenny about final thoughts on everything that's going on right now and with her world. I think it's an exciting time to think about what the future of marketing is and engaging with uh, people uh, in a different way. And I think everybody has something to offer that they can immediately try on as a small experiment. For me, it's an exciting time. And this is where collaboration with different business partners and different people really come and shine. So uh, I really believe in a stranger meeting another stranger really moves the world. So go out there and do something differently than what you usually do every day and take risk. (laughs) What I think. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I mean, actually, Jenny, I don't think we knew each other (laughs) before. Uh, a couple of months ago. So, and, and, uh, certainly we've hit it off and had some great conversations and are exploring some creative ways to work together. So there's definitely power in that. Yep. And Jennifer, you always, every time that we have a conversation, I think you, you always open, open up a different opportunity or different ways to think about things together. And I really appreciate that. So you are the living example of why I think people should talk to strangers and take a risk. (laughs) We have met during COVID, right? Yes, that's right. And and here we are recording podcasts. That's right. Exactly. Your stranger can be your friend. Thanks so much, Jenny, for taking the time. Uh, How can our listeners get a hold of you or contact you to learn more about Curious Reactor? So you can go to our website called uh, curiousreactor.com. You can read a little bit about it and you can reach out to us there or you can email me directly at jenny at curiosreactor.com. Thank you everyone for listening and joining our episode of Survive and Thrive podcast. Remember, at Consinity, we empower the conscious leader to realize positive and sustainable change. Until next time, don't just survive, thrive. Take care. <laughs>